1: Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Playing with Squirrels podcast. Uh, this is the second to last episode of season one, and I'm joined by one of my longest friends, uh, Anthony Clickio. I have been friends with you shit since like freshman year of college. <laughs> so it's, I think before then, you right? Like I, school, knew, right? I knew I knew of you yeah. throughout high school, but I, right. it wasn't until I started bowling with you guys in college. That I feel like I really became friends with a bunch of you.
0: Yeah, we just knew each other because of show music yeah yeah.
1: like I would see like I booked your band once or twice yeah in high school but so we were acquaintances we were acquaintances so it's been probably 15 15, 16 years that I've known you which is crazy yeah overhead. that's literally half my life I mean more than that I think
0: I may have been like because I got out of high school in 2001 so at least 17 years (laughs) in high school we
1: knew each other like a little bit so, the episode we're talking about is Boy Meets Girl, which I didn't expect to have nearly as many notes, based on how the last couple weeks have been some really rough episodes. Uh, it, it, season one is a real, like, mixed bag. You either get, like, really bland, forgettable episodes or you get... An episode like this, which is pretty key, this is like a milestone episode. This was,
0: I agree with that. I had, I have, I don't know how many notes are a lot, but I have a bunch of bullet
1: points here. <laughs> so let's uh, let's break down the break down the episode. So it starts off, uh, and all the kids are watching the Morse code of puberty video. I have that place. written down. Projector, it, makes
0: like, it doesn't make you feel old. <laughs> like, like I saw like stuff in school and projectors like that. I mean, you probably did too. You're a yeah. couple years younger than me.
1: And no, I remember watching that. The The only part that I really pulled out of this was uh, in the middle of the video. He says something like it's supposed to be making fun of those super cheesy videos. And there's the one line where he's like, and ladies, don't be afraid if Mr. Telegram comes to you a little sooner <laughs> than the boys. And there's just like the sound of a doorbell and he goes... Telegram from Mrs. Teenager. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like I, I, went to a Catholic grade school, so like we didn't have that. Like I didn't. I mean, you went to public school. They,
1: they pulled us. So I remember that there was a day in like fifth grade, okay. where they pulled all the guys into one room and all the girls into another room. I can't tell you anything else beyond that. Okay. Um, I think I do remember we watched some type of video, but like, I really I recall nothing <laughs> from from that uh, gathering of fifth grade boys. Um, this is also the start of Sean being a ladies man which is like something that carries I, throughout the rest of the show. I wanted to touch on that too. Like he's like a noob at dating at this point.
0: Like, I wrote that down uh, somewhere here. Sean, a noob at dating.
1: Because <laughs> he has that one scene where he's like uh, he's talking about like going to the movies with the girl and and uh, Eric's like how'd you like the movies? like like we watched the movie and like there's this implication that he's like making out the whole time he's like we threw ah. <laughs> mothballs 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 yeah yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: that yeah, that was the first uh, scene is the only Feeny in the episode yeah so that's there's really my a kind of of yeah. so I can't I don't I'm not a huge fan of this episode because of yeah. lack of Feeny <laughs> that's my guy I yeah, think. no,
1: Feeney is, like, he is the heart and soul of the show, really. Right. Like, he, he guides everything. And its it's been, like, a real lacking of Feeney the last couple episodes. I'm hoping for the final episode next week that he that he comes back in some sort of fashion. Uh, I like Corey. Corey has a line where Sean's asking Corey how to ask out a girl, and he says, you just open the door and tell him get out, you're bothering me. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Corey, at this point, isn't too much in the girls yet. Yeah, he's still very, like... And I feel like I would... I, I think I was the opposite of this. I remember being, like, interested in having a girlfriend, like, really young. But, yeah. like... But then, That's like... on normal side, right? Like, yeah. I remember, like... I'm talking, like, second grade. Oh, yeah. was- <laughs> I had, like, a little kindergarten girlfriend. <laughs> remember,
0: like, we'd kiss on, the, like, the table and stuff.
1: Like, See, I never, never even got the kissing. I just wanted... Okay. I just wanted a girlfriend. I think okay. it's, I, I mean, think... Yeah. It just wasn't, a, like, a real girlfriend right now. No. Obviously,
0: we're, like, kindergarten Yeah, thing, but... Our parents, probably I thought it was cute. Or something.
1: Th- that's the thing I was gonna say. I like now I have like a couple nieces and nephews, and like the the way that I see them interact with with people of the opposite sex, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I guess that does happen earlier than I anticipated. Because to me, it's just like, oh, dating doesn't happen until you're like 16. Like, it's like, like I'm like old man. Yeah, <laughs> this stuff. we are getting old. But uh, <laughs> what else do we have? right now See so. Morgan has. Morgan's only in this for like a hot second. I think yeah. this is when they're starting to phase out little Morgan. But she has a line that made me laugh, and it's, it's similar to a line earlier in the season, but she just shows up and goes, You know who's in the car with me? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's giving Sean pointers on dating. Yeah, how to date. Yeah. Because yeah. this was still when Eric wasn't a, a buffoon. He was the suave <laughs> ladies guy. There's a lot of changing after this season yeah, with, uh, with characters. Eric's another one of my favorite characters, and he's in two scenes, I believe. So, fun fact that I actually recently learned, there was, after the first season, uh, they made it so that Sean and Eric could not be in the same scene together, uh, and they very rarely ever appeared together in a scene and the reason was because uh, Ryder strong and will fordell became really good friends and would keep just riffing lines to make each other laugh and it was like holding up production so they I had the to, same they, yeah, they yeah. had to like separate them from from yeah. doing scenes together and i can even see like their chemistry just in these scenes are like back and forth like having a like it looks like two friends having a good talk yeah. which is uh, always a big plus there Um, I wrote a note that says, uh, and Corey's first date is a revenge date to get even with Sean, and they say romance isn't dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he wanted to keep up, uh, with his best friend, because he, he liked that one girl, I don't know her name, but, uh... Hillary. Hillary. He was interested in Hillary. Hillary, Hillary because she... And she uh, dropped she, a pencil. Yeah, yeah, she she dropped her pencil. Yeah. Then she agreed to sneak into a movie, and then they yeah. split the popcorn. Sneaking <laughs>
0: into a movie, I wrote that down. Because <laughs> that, like I would do that all the time. I don't know about like you in like high school. I,
1: my big one was I never felt confident to straight up sneak into a movie, but I would do like two for the price of one. Like I'd buy tickets for like a movie at like three in the afternoon on a Saturday, and then when it was over, like slip on into another theater for oh, okay. like a second movie. I, I had zero confidence to just walk into a theater without a ticket.
0: <laughs> so, we, yeah, um, I've never done that, yeah. the back-to-back back movies, but um, we were just talking about Granite Run yeah. movie theater before we started recording, and uh, they had side doors yeah. like, where you could get out. Like There's bathrooms, and you can exit out the side doors. Yeah. So I'd buy a ticket, or one of the people, you know, one of our friends... And one ticket, and we'd go open up the side door and let everybody in. Oh. So <laughs> we would sneak into movies, and it worked. I mean, we'd get, like, five or six people in for the price of one. It
1: yeah, as time. long as it's not, like, I feel like that's a maneuver that would only work so long as it wasn't, like, opening night where there would definitely be, like, a finite amount of seats for ticket buyers. True, but if we got there early enough, I mean, we'd still get the seats, right? Other people, would... <laughs> Yeah, I guess we're not going to walk through every single row to figure out. Check tickets? Yeah, check yeah, I don't tickets. Know. We'll, yeah, we never got in travel for it, but. Nice, That was uh, sneaking in the movies. One of my uh, one of my movie tricks that my friend Tommy, also Granite Run, uh, Granite Run used to have. I'm not sure if you remember this, but you could get a large soda, and it was like a fucking KFC bucket sized <laughs> cup of soda. And if you could finish it, it was a free refill. And I don't know for how long this lasted, but my one buddy Jesse when we would go to movies wouldn't want people sitting in front of him so he'd buy the large soda and then pour it on the seat in front of him and then go get his refill Wow! so that the seat in front of him was always out of commission that's <laughs> horrible <laughs> imagine going down that seat and so it happened once someone fits, puts their butt in that oh. one person in our defense that guy was kind of creepy cuz it was a movie that was completely empty theater except for the three of us and this like 40-year-old dude's going to sit right in front of a bunch of teenage boys it's creepy that's yeah. weird there's a thousand other seats All right i'm glad he got his butt wet <laughs> 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 um there's another joke that actually made me chuckle where Topanga says that she's a vegetarian I wrote a Vegetarian, yeah. too. Corey says, oh, we can go to the International House of Salad." It's, and she goes, I love IOS. I know, I know. That, laugh. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, this is where they're starting to get into that weird sense of humor that, like, Boy Meets World became really known for, I feel like. They didn't, the first couple episodes, like, the first, pretty much this entire first season is very, like, cliche kid comedy. And, like, this definitely seems to get a little bit more into, like, bizarre comedy jokes and like bizarre premises that like that will lead to like the good looking guy and like all of that stuff.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um now is Topanga always a vegetarian?
1: I, I have a question know, mark there, like the rest of the series. I don't know. I'm gonna keep my eye out for that and see yeah, if I catch her I eating meat throughout the next six seasons. <laughs> <laughs> um so basically I don't have any more like there's not a lot more that really jumped out of me as far as like comedic stuff but then we get into like the kind of the important stuff um Corey talks to his parents about how he's kind of just going on this date with Topanga to keep up with with Sean Sean, and they're like you can't do that so he decides to be honest with Topanga and cancel claiming that he's sick uh, which leads to Panga coming to him with like a thing of tea. tea, yeah, and like he's kind of a dick about it, and he hurts her feelings. He and to, like,
0: I send her right back out yeah. the door,
1: like, and I felt so bad. Like I genuinely was like, when she was like, I was just trying to help, and like starts to walk away. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like, I, my heart broke for like, What an ass he was. Uh, I thought
0: she was going to leave, but then he yeah. comes back in. They play sock, laundry, uh, basketball, basket, basketball, yeah,
1: sock band. Which I always remember this scene. I remember mm-hmm. the scene specifically where. Uh, he's going through like the whole, like, he's doing the color commentary and she's just standing there and she just like gently places the socket to the basket. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like they show that a lot when they're doing like in later seasons where they're talking about like, oh yeah, we've dated since we were kids. And like that's always like one of the clips that they show. <laughs> um, but this is when Corey realizes that maybe he does actually like to pang Maybe it wasn't just a revenge date. The yeah.
0: high five. Yeah. She makes a basket and uh, they high five and he's like, whoa yeah and he starts giggling and,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she helps him come up with something to do for Mother's Day mm-hmm. uh and then we find out that Sean had a bad second date uh Eric has some advice on that. I yeah, know.
0: I'm trying to remember I what name
1: like Something He has so a so said the second date slumped. Like, hey, something yeah. like that. But never nah, yeah. Eric Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's too uh, slob. But then we we get... Uh, there's a quote that Topanga says when Corey's thanking her for the, the Mother's Day advice. And she says, you know, I, I wrote a poem for my mom like he suggested and she cried... And Topanga says, Tears are the thank you notes from the soul, which yeah. I just think is a really good quote. I just like it's that a, quote. Great Topanga <laughs> to say. And then the other there's two, I think, iconic scenes from this episode. The one is the the sock basketball, but the other one is after Corey and Topanga have had this long conversation about we're not dating, we're not, we're not nothing. Well, he comes right into
0: school and it's like, yo, it yeah. happened on a Friday night. Yeah. Not a date. Remember, <laughs> I called
1: you and canceled that. Yeah. Like he doesn't want it to be seen as a date. I don't, I don't know why. But. but then she adjusts his collar, and I remember they always use that clip all the time. She she fixes his collar because yeah. it's flipped up. She flips it back down. And then he flicks it up anyway. Yeah. But then he, he smiles. Away. Yeah. Real appreciative. This is a big episode. It was a huge. Corey episode. And uh, the relationship What's next week's episode. I dream. Okay. Well, Feeny should be back in the next episode. The yeah. final episode of seasons. I dream of Feeny. There you go. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Cause not enough Feeny in this one. I wrote that down. <laughs> not enough Feeny. <laughs> <laughs> so all in all, though, this is definitely for me. Having sat and watched all of season one now, uh, minus the next week's episode. Um, probably top 5 for season 1. Season 1 is a very uneven season, but I think this one really it, it hits a lot of comedic moments and it hits a lot of like crucial dramatic moments. It's a good Blend. I know you haven't watched. I haven't watched the <laughs> season in yeah. a long time. I feel like it's. So, yeah. it, well, you and I. Have, I think our whole circle of friends has been kind of the same. We're usually season one. We just we skip right into season two, where it starts to get good. <laughs> yeah, like um, I don't. I watch one if it's on. Like, yeah. but but not I like the prefer. way we used to. Like we used to just hang out and watch. Oh, yeah. like the later when the years. When DVDs came yeah. out. Oh yeah. yeah. What was that? The early mid two thousands. Probably. I was in college, so probably like yeah. 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. Ed um, had all the DVDs, right? Yeah, and we'd just hang out in his basement. And, and watch, watch Boy Meets World. <laughs> <laughs> so that leads perfectly into the second half of the podcast. So what's some of your experiences with Boy Meets World? Were you like one of those kids who watched it every Friday on TGIF? Did you discover it later on? Like, What was your like Boy Meets World introduction and ritual?
0: So, I grew up in Philly. I'm not sure how many people actually grew up in Philly on your podcast before. Yeah. Like, in the city. Like, I know a lot of us. Yeah, we were a lot developers. of suburbs. Yeah, like, I'm in the city. I'm 10 years old. They're, like, 11. Yeah. And, like, I'm a huge Phillies fan, too, for <laughs> baseball. And Corey, like, wears Phillies jerseys and yeah. stuff. So, that got me right in. I was like, all right. Well, I already watched TGIF. And now, like, this show from Philly is on TV. And he's wearing a Phillies jersey. And I'm going to check it out. And that's how I got into it. And it was probably my favorite show from the 90s, definitely. Yeah. Uh, um, definitely my favorite TGI show. And... Let's see. Now, one thing I always thought about was like, where is that house in Philadelphia? We told, we, I live in a row home. It's like comes of the size all, of all the time. House. They like, might be living in the suburbs. Like, where sure. is that house? <laughs> um... There's a driveway scene in some of the seasons. Like, they play basketball in yeah. the driveway. There's no driveway out front of that house either. That bothers me. <laughs> like, I wrote that down. Like, just things about the house. You know what I'm talking about? Like, when they put him and his dad, like, he pushes yeah. his dad at one episode. Oh, uh-huh, that episode's rough. And uh, they're yeah. basketball. I'm like, where is their driveway? Um, where is that house at? Um, but yeah, that's how I was. I watched the first season, second season, third season as they aired, I'm pretty yeah. sure. That's 93, 94, 95 ish. Yeah. And then I moved to the suburbs. And, uh, I was high school, so I didn't really watch the five, six, seven seasons until we watched them with, it. like, our friends in, yeah. like, the
1: 2000s. Well, because it became, it started, it became, like, this Disney Channel show. Like, Disney Channel acquired it, and, like, they would just play it at all hours. So, it's like, you'd just be flipping through the yeah. channels, and all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, Boy Meets World <laughs> Um... Do you have a favorite *Boy Meets World* moment? Do you have like a moment that, or, or a moment or two that you're always like you're referencing your day to day life, or you just think about sometimes and laugh?
0: I don't really have a favorite moment, um, or favorite episode. Favorite episode? No, not really. Favorite episode? I don't really have a favorite character. I like, I love everybody. <laughs> you love it's Feeny. On. Feeny, like me and Shroff, our friend Jeff. I think he was on your show, yeah. right? We used to have a, a soccer team on a, a Wii game. Yeah. Uh, well, our strikers Charged yeah. was it? it was like a 2007 I you game. had Feeney in there and Our team, team was Team Feeney yeah. And our little me Was like Feeney Jeff Mayden, <laughs> and everything. So like I mean I, I think of that When I watch Boy Meets <laughs> Just reminiscent of, of me You lived with us Yeah I lived with me, You guys briefly yeah, <laughs> yeah me and Trout.
1: Uh We played that game So much I uh, still tell people About how often I think I don't, was, I don't think there was I don't think there's anyone in this world who has played Mario Strikers to the level that are, you and we, we would be like 100 wins and 3 losses on the week. we
0: would have killed people <laughs> online. We were still good at that game but uh it makes me think of when I watch Boy Meets World even now like maybe like Living in Philly, like that age, like 10 to 12 yeah. year old Then again, like our college years, go watch it again. Yeah. And then again, ABC Family put it on all the time. Yeah. Back like 7 a.m. to like 8.30 in the morning. And I used to work midnight That's to right. 8. Used I used to work overnight. I would come, so come home and, and have a bowl of cereal and watch it. World. World I <laughs> wouldn't usually work the full eight hour shift. So I'd get home like and watch Boom, 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 Boom at three episodes in a row. Uh, and it was, like, they were in order usually. And then uh, that was around 2010. So.
1: When I'm watching it. That's why I think about. Yeah, that. I think yeah. that that's. I think it. I think that's why I'm doing this show. I think a big part of it is that there is like this legit nostalgia that I have. Not even necessarily for the show, but the memories I have watching it with people that I care about. You know, what I mean, like it was one of those shows that like it was like very. If we were at Ed's house, we were either playing. Mario, Mario Kart. <laughs> Mario Kart, or we're we watching Boy Meets World. Like right. it was always one of those two things, or some random harm. We yeah, some stuff. random answer, <laughs> hey, or some
0: garbage in that basement. <laughs> yep. but, so that when I Boy Meets World, I think Boy Meets World, and I watch it. It was not a favorite scene or favorite episode, but it's those times in my life, I yeah. think About. Yeah. No,
1: that makes a ton of sense. Well, all right. So we, we're keeping these short because there's not a lot to deep dive in season one, unfortunately. So guys, the last episode is coming out next week. It's going to be on may 13th and then i'm gone until september uh, when season two kicks back in so i'll be you know i'll be spending june through september grabbing as many interviews and and getting stuff ready for season two as i possibly can so uh stay tuned for next week's episode and then get prepared for a very long season break <laughs> Thanks for joining me, Anthony, and uh, definitely have you back next season. Uh, I would love to do an episode every season, (laughs) okay? I will. All right, thank you.